Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and website, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. When you're connecting with your heart, your hands and your head, where these three areas connect, that really is where you want to then start uncovering what it is that you can do. This is going to start giving you a clearer picture of what is unique to you and how you can contribute and how you can then start to leverage your skills, leverage your natural ability, leverage what you love doing to earning a living doing what you love. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Imprint. 
I am really looking forward to having today's conversation. I'm basically going to answer a question that I get asked a lot. And it is a question that I used to ask myself a lot as well. And from time to time, I reconnect with this question and answer it over and over again as well. So I hope that you're going to find it helpful because if you are struggling to really know you know, I really love being creative. I love the world of interiors, but I just don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to channel it. I don't know what is the best path for me. I don't know how I can even make some money out of this, if I can make money out of this. If these are the questions that are swirling around in your head, then I trust that you're going to find today's episode really valuable. And I just want to quickly mention that today, if you listen to this episode in the morning, when it goes live, I am teaching a free class today. It is actually part of a series, a course on how to design and grow your dream business. It is all completely free. I could easily charge thousands of dollars for this course, but it is the first time that I'm going to be doing it. So for the first time, I'm going to be doing it for free. In return, I would love to get your feedback and really love to connect with you in that space and learn more about you and your challenges. So come and join this free class today. You can go and there will be a link in the show notes, but also you can go to nataliewalton.com forward slash design and grow. And I will have a link in there in terms of exactly how you can join There will be a workbook as well that you can get and um, it's going to be really practical. So I really hope you're going to find it super helpful and it really is sharing some of the biggest ideas that I have learned and some of the biggest mistakes and lessons I've learned on my journey of being a creative business and, you know, being a creative entrepreneur as well. Now, Let's get into today's episode where I'm really going to be helping you if you're struggling to know what should I do? I don't know what I want to do with my career, with my life in general. I mean, this is not necessarily about you personally, but really connecting with how you can find out to turn what you love into something that you want to do. So there are three ways that you can do this, three parts of this equation. Think of it as a pie chart. And these three elements are all important. And two of them are intrinsic, which means that they are really parts that are connecting with you and who you are, what is true for you, and really being in integrity with that. And one of those, and the final part, is something that can be learned. So it's so easy that we can sometimes get on like, but I don't know how to do this. Well, there are some elements of this that you can learn and I will get into that in more detail. So let's take a quick look at this. So the first part of it is to really, well, I'm going to share actually the first, uh, I'm going to share the three things, which is you need to connect with your heart, connect with your hands and connect with your head. So the first part is really to follow your heart. So really pay attention. And I'm going to be sharing some questions here that I hope you're going to find really helpful. And um, I will put them in the show notes as well, if you want to go and take a look there rather than having to, you know, jot them all down. But, um, and I will also have a resource that you can kind of answer them in that kind of um, little uh, worksheet as well that you can find really helpful. So if you go to the 
episode for this one, which is 155. So go to nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast forward slash 155, or just go to the link by the show notes. Um, you can find a worksheet. So the first one is follow your heart. So what do you love? What do you really love doing? Like, what do you enjoy? What gives you great enjoyment? What do you find yourself doing? If you had a free morning to yourself, how would you spend it? If, you know, all your family left the house and you just had a spare morning to yourself, how would you spend it? Now, the first answer might be, I'm going to sleep. I'm just going to sleep in. All right. So maybe let's say that your partner, if you've got a family, says, all right, for the next month, I am going to take the kids out every Saturday morning and we'll come back after lunch and you can just do whatever you want in that time. How would you like to spend that? What would you like to do in that time? What would feel really good for you? What would feel, you know, at the end of that time, you think, I'm really glad I did that. I really enjoyed that. Really think about what that is for you. And there's an idea of having creative dates or artist dates with yourself, which is in the book. Oh my goodness, it's going to escape my memory. It's called The Artist Way. I can't think of the author, but I'll put a link in the show notes. And it's about going on a date with yourself. So if you were good to go on an artist date or a creative date with yourself, um, I think it's Julia Cameron, maybe. I'm sorry, it's just coming back to me. Then, um, you know, what would you do? And also think about when are you in flow? Like when you do something and you have that sense of flow. I had this recently when I was doing the installation for my latest project, my latest renovation project. Uh, for Imprint House. And, and I was just like, I was in flow. Like it felt so good. I was really enjoying it. And I was having these moments, which just sounds so silly. I mean, I can't believe I'm even admitting it, but I was kind of doing things. I was like, oh, wow, that looks really good. (laughs) I was kind of even impressing myself, which, you know, sounds a little bit ridiculous, but um, I, I really, you know, I really enjoyed it. And I could just feel like I just was in that sense of flow. So what is that for you? When do you get in that sense of flow? And it just feels good and it feels easy. And another question that you could ask yourself as well is, what do you, you know, what do people often ask you about? If you've got friends, when do they come to you for advice? What do they come to you for advice about? They are really important clues as to what others see as your natural, you know, abilities. And you can even ask some friends, you know, say, what do you think I'm good at? What do you think comes naturally to me? Because sometimes we are so close to it. You know, it's that idea of it's, you can't see the forest from the trees because you're so close to the trees. You can't get a sense of the scale or the magnitude of what you're dealing with. and if it comes so easily for you, you might not even realize it's something that is, is part of something that is just, you know, part of who you are. I, I mean, I have this all the time. And to be honest, I have to really kind of think about it when I'm teaching, say, for instance, in my course, the styling masterclass, I have to really think like, well, what do I do? Because it does kind of come quite naturally and easily to me. 
And I have to really think when I'm giving feedback to students on what is it that I do that gives them, you know, like what is it that I do as part of the process and how can I give feedback to, to help people with that? So um, really think about what that is for you. Now, the second part of this equation is to be really curious about your talents. And so this is about the hands component. Like what, um, you know, what are you really good at in terms of, um, you know, your skill level? And so, you know, because you can enjoy something, but you might not necessarily be the best person. I mean, one idea that comes to mind is you might really enjoy cooking, but are you at a pastry chef level? You know, are you at that, you know, level where you could work in a um, professional kitchen and be making pastries or, you know, confectionaries or whatever it is like, are you actually at that level or is it just something that you enjoy doing? So you almost think of it as like three concentric circles and, and the bit where they overlap in the middle, that is where you really want to try and find the, that's like your secret sauce, the thing that really makes you unique and makes you you. And that is the thing that you can really take and, and grow into something quite amazing. So really think about what it is for you. Now, for me, I really, I love music. I love listening to music. I love singing along to music, but I'm really not very good at singing. You know, I don't have a natural talent for it. It's the same. I'm actually, um, even though I'm so incredibly visual, like I really see the world in a very visual way. I'm not yet, I'll use the word yet. I'm not yet good at painting or drawing. It is not something that just flows through me in a naturally talented way. My cousin is an amazing artist. He would just sit on the phone and doodle, you know, on a notepad by the phone and do these incredible drawings. And it was, I mean, this was like before he went to art school or any of those things. Like it was just in him. He was just naturally talented at that. It's the same with my, um, one of my daughters is she just can pick up an instrument and start learning it. And she can hear a song once and she can work out how to play the notes. I mean, that just blows my mind that she can do that. Now I could, I'm the type of person that if I decide I'm going to do something, I could learn to play the flute like she has, or learn to play the violin, or I could perhaps even learn how to sing, even though I can't sing particularly well at the moment. And I could learn the skill of that. And I would dedicate myself to that, but it is not necessarily in an eight talent within me. And so really think about what are the innate talents within you? My youngest son, and it's amazing how you can really see this. If you've got children, you can see what comes naturally to them. My youngest son, he has always had an incredible affinity for the garden. And he will just walk around the garden and pick up a herb and rub it in his fingers and say, you know, that's like tarragon or something. <laughs> that's sage. And he has just always, always, always loved the garden ever since, you know, he was a tiny little baby. Like he would be crawling up. Um, we had this track on our previous property and chasing the chickens. And he has just always loved the garden, anything to do with gardening. And so, I mean, just yesterday afternoon after school, he was planting corn in the garden. I mean, it was so cute. 
Um, but he loves that, you know, and he's kind of got this natural talent. I mean, he's still very young, but, you know, he does have this sense of um, what he's really good at. My, um, my eldest son, he, he's got a very good mathematical brain. He's always stunning. I mean, I remember when he was in kindergarten and he decided to write out his timetables for like 350 and he did a column, 350 one side, 350 the other side. And he created a grid and he would work them out like mentally, you know, and fill this grid out. Like every, he would be, it would be like nine o'clock at night and we'd say, you know, it's time to go to bed now. You need to just put that aside. And, and that has been like something that just within him, you know, and he has always loved math. And now he's creating algorithms. It's crazy. It just completely blows my mind what he's doing now. It's so far beyond me, but it's, and it's just amazing to see. So, you know, what comes innate to you in terms of your talent? And then the third component is to really connect with your, your head in terms of what have you learned? What are your skills? Now, these are learned skills. So this can be, and sometimes, you know, it can just be through osmosis as well. If you grew up and your parents were always renovating, then you will have learned so much through osmosis. And this is partly my experience. My uh, stepfather, he has always been renovating. He's always been fixing things. And he kind of knows, he's like one of those jack of all trades. He knows everything about everything. And he has just like this wealth of knowledge. And so um, I have learned so much through osmosis through him. And as well as, you know, to some extent, like running a business, he's always had his own business. And just we've always had conversations about business, about renovating, about property. He's always like he's bought and sold, you know, loads of properties over the years. And his aunt, who would, you know, would have been like my um, stepfather, he's like, mid to late 70s so I mean she would probably be like you know 100 or so if she was still alive um so you can imagine like when she was doing this like she would always be flipping properties and so this is like way back when like this is before people knew really even what that was and so that's the kind of world that I've grown up in but think about what kind of world you've grown up in now I don't want you to hold that that to hold you back in terms of if you feel like, well, my parents aren't creative. So don't worry about that because these are the skills that you can learn. But it can sometimes be a really good starting point in terms of thinking about what you've learned through osmosis. Or maybe your, you know, your partner or your husband or like you've got friends who are always doing certain things. And so you're constantly having those types of conversations. Um, also, you know, of course, think about what did you learn at school or university or college? Do you have a degree? What kind of skills did you learn in that? You know, lots of skills are transferable. I mean, I've shared about this before, but, you know, the skills that I've learned through working in a magazine and content creation, it has really served me well in terms of the content creation part of my courses. And I really actually love creating the content for my courses in terms of what they look like you know, I've done other courses and like, it's such a basic, boring PDF, but I create these resources that are like a magazine. It's like a book or a magazine. They're really designed to that kind of level of standard because it's something that I place value on 
And I know that it can help learning when you have like breakout quotes and you've got breakout boxes and all of these things that I used to do when I was working in magazines. And now I apply that to courses. Like it's been this natural extension of that. I mean, it's the same with podcasting. I used to, one of my, I shared in that 25 lessons um, episode that one of my very first jobs as a journalist, we had, it was called like an internet streaming service. And so we built a studio that we would do reports on the share markets. And so I was presenting to camera. So I feel completely confident and comfortable in front of a microphone or a camera that doesn't bother me in the least. Like it, I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Do I want to spend my life doing it? No. But do I feel confident doing it? Yes. I, I've got no problem with that whatsoever. I mean, even I did debating at school and you might've done, you know, so look at what things you did at high school or you did at college or university and what are the skills that you learned? And so I really think that for me, I mean, I was petrified when I first started doing debating. And I remember having those little cards. I don't know if any of you did them or you'd have them. We called them palm cards and you'd put them in the palm of your hand. And um, so I'm quite good at speaking off the cuff now. I mean, I basically have got a few notes on a, a Google Doc and I'm speaking off the cuff right now because I feel confident if I have a few bullet points, I know what to say and I know how to speak. And so think about what that is for you. What are the things that you've done? Maybe you did photography. Maybe you were always asked to take the photos for your school newspaper. I don't know what it is for you, but really pay attention to what are some of the skills that you've learned and, you know, think about what you're good at. And again, this can come back to, you know, is it gardening? Is it tidying a home? Is it renovating? And where these three key areas. So when you're connecting with your heart, your hands and your head, when, where these three areas connect, you know, that really is where you want to then start uncovering what it is that you can do, because where the, these three areas intersect, this is going to start giving you a clearer picture of what is unique to you and how you can contribute and how you can then start to leverage your skills, leverage your natural ability, leverage what you love doing to earning a living doing what you love. And as I mentioned, I'm going to be going through all of this in detail in this free course that I'm going to be teaching over the next few weeks. So if you would like to come and join it live, you can ask questions at the end. And I really look forward to connecting with you. So like I said, it's going to be on today go to the link in the show notes and you can come and join straight away. There will be um, replays as well, but <clears throat> excuse me, um, you need to come and register to be able to get the access to the replay. So I hope you found this helpful and you know it's giving you a little bit more clarity. As I said, there will be a worksheet for this so that you can answer those questions as well. So that will be linked in the show notes as well. Hope you found this helpful. If you've got a friend who's really struggling to work out what on earth they should do. Maybe they've just taken time out for, for having a baby or whatever it is for them, then uh, please feel free to share this episode with them. Or if you found this valuable or any of the episodes, if you've been a long time listener of this podcast and you've not yet written a review, it would really mean so much for me if you could write a review and it really helps spread the word and makes this podcast possible. As I've mentioned previously, you know, I don't, I, I don't run ads in this podcast. I don't have affiliate links or any of those things. 
Um, but it really is super helpful if you can live, leave a review. So thank you so much in advance. I really appreciate that. And I hope that you have a beautiful week and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint.